So hey, um, over these past few years on Super Bowl Sunday, um, I have had one major objective, and that is to convince you, the people of Washington, uh, what real football is all about, okay? Where I come from, football is round, we kick it with our foot, okay? Um, I try, I fail every year. I just, I realize I am trying to swim upstream here that the crowd are against me. A uh, few soccer fans out there, great to see you, but for the most part, you Americans and your football. And on Super Bowl Sunday, it's just not going to happen. So uh, I've resigned myself to um, the second uh, purpose of our Super Bowl services, and that's to maybe share something um, about God and how much he loves you and what he wants to do in your life. Um, I'm, I'm actually just kidding. That is the primary objective of this morning, just in case you're left thinking, wow, he really is passionate about football. No, the main objective is that hopefully using the Super Bowl and kind of football as our theme, maybe we can talk about something that will challenge you this morning. I hope it will. Well, years gone by, we've looked at commercials and uh, different ideas to kind of bring some kind of, um, some spiritual application. And we're going to do that this morning as well. So if you are visiting, apologies that I'm sat in a chair here. Obviously, this is my football injury from when I was playing professionally just recently and uh, had to give it up for my broken ankle. Uh, that's this week's story anyway. Um, so this morning, I want to just kind of, um, I hope you've enjoyed the service so far. We've got just a little bit more here. I want to share just some thoughts, a little bit of a message here this morning. Uh, we're in the middle of a series called Transform right now, which we're going to push the pause button on. We'll carry on next Sunday as we get towards Valentine's Day. We're going to look at the, the theme of transforming your marriage. I'm really excited about next weekend's message, so uh, make sure you come for that. That'll be awesome. And if you were here last week, how many of you were here last week when our youth group took over and did, didn't they do? a fantastic job. I have to be honest, you know, when I talked to Justin, our youth pastor, um, a few months ago about this idea, it was because I'd been to one of the youth services and I'd seen the band play. Um, I'd actually seen Ben speak at that particular youth service. And I, I realized, you know, our youth group, if we brought them in on a Sunday morning, it wouldn't be like a token gesture. I really believe they could lead us in worship and challenge us with a message. And I, I felt like that's what it was last week. I felt like we had some great worship, um, a great challenge. My son got to... Uh, the request to Justin speak and uh, make up for three years of me telling stories about him. He got to get one in there about his dad, so well done, Ben. Uh, but now it's my turn again. So, um, <laughs> but this morning we're going to kind of push pause, and I want to talk to you about a particular subject, and, and using the, the, the lens of Super Bowl Sunday, I want to talk about a subject, and this morning my um, inspiration for that subject is football movies. Football movies. Last year we talked about commercials, but the truth is that I think if we're honest, every one of us here this morning at some point has watched some kind of football movie, whether you're a fan or not. It might have been something like Jerry Maguire, uh, maybe uh, the movie Friday Night Lights. Uh, some of you remember Blindside with Sandra Bullock. That was just a great movie. Uh, maybe it was something like Air Bud, Golden Receiver. Uh, sorry, Golden Retriever. Um, great, powerful, moving football movies. 
And you know, if you've watched any of these or the, the dozens of others that there are, if you've watched them, you'll know that very often the movie itself is far more than just a movie about football. There's, there's buried within the movie, there's a metaphor of life somehow, whether it's um, tackling the issue of something like racial diversity or it could be uh, um, encouragement, things like that. There's just something in those movies that kind of stirs us. And I wonder if any of you have, have kind of got to the end of that movie in the theater and, and your wives turned to you and said, are you crying? And you're like, no, no, it's just, just dust in this theater. And, whereas really you were just so moved by how that golden retriever helped that middle school boy discover his purpose in life. And we've been there, haven't we? We've been there. We've been moved by these movies. And um, just to kind of set you in the mood this morning, just to show the power of how these movies can stir us emotionally. Let's, have, let's, let's just kick off here with a clip this morning from a movie that I'm sure loads of you have seen called Remember the Titans. All right. Now, I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. And if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Leave no doubt. Make yourself comfortable down there. Real comfortable. Oh. <laughs> 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 That one was for you, coach. All right, baby. All right. You brought us here, coach. Run it up, Herman. Leave no doubt. Some of you are just already like pumped up, aren't you? Like, yeah. I don't care if you're a football fan or not. You're watching that. And after the week you've had, you're like, yeah. That guy who crossed me this week, boom. That's for you, Janet. It just... It just gets you fired up, doesn't it? Now, I do suggest if you watch this movie and you're feeling good afterwards, watch that other movie by Will Smith about concussion. I feel like you should probably watch the two of them together just to keep things in balance because some of those noises were terrifying, okay? Hearing those crashes and those smashes and, and that kind of thing. But the truth is, whatever the movie, there are so many of them. Like I said earlier, often the sports is just really a metaphor, a metaphor for life that challenges our thinking on subjects like racial diversity, acceptance, overcoming obstacles, determination. In fact, there's another great football movie that we're going to take a look at here shortly. And it's a great movie with an amazing message, I'm sure many of you have seen it, of what it looks like to follow your dreams and to be determined. To be determined. That's what I want to speak to us all about this morning. Whether you're a football fan or not, what's it like to have determination? What's it like to, to persevere, to press in? These are great characteristics to have, things like determination and perseverance, if we want to push through in our lives. The motivational speaker, Zig Ziglar, he said, I believe success is achieved by ordinary people with extraordinary determination. 
I believe success is achieved by ordinary people with extraordinary determination. And I hope when you hear a phrase like that, that just kind of stirs something within you to think, yes, I can do this. Whether it's studying for an exam, training for a marathon, working on a marriage, learning a new skill to advance a career, or whether it's striving to live your life like Jesus. These things don't just happen. Many of them don't come naturally. There's an element of determination that we all need to press through, to push through, to to do uh, what we feel in our heart we need to do. And actually, before determination, that's where it begins, isn't it? Right here in our hearts. See, if we're going to be determined to do something, if we're going to be determined to succeed at something, that, that really what the catalyst to that happening in the first place is a dream or an idea of, a, you're here, but you could be here. That dream of what it would look like to get from where you are right now to where you want to be. For some of us, those dreams are birthed at a very early age. Maybe since coming to Connect, this dream has started to, to be stirred up inside of you. But whatever that dream is like, that's where determination begins. And this movie I want to talk about a little bit this morning has a great um, angle of talking about what it looks like when a dream begins at an early age. Some of you, I think, will recognize this movie. It's a very popular football movie called Rudy. Check out this scene. After high school, I'm going to play football at Notre Dame. (laughs) You're going to play football at Notre Dame? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm going to buy a mansion on Lakeshore Drive. Rudy? Bye. (laughs) What are we watching? Channel 7. Honey, are you sure you want something to drink? Mr. Rudiger, sir? Yeah, Pete. At halftime, can we watch some of the Indiana-Purdue game? There's only one team we watch in this house. Right? This was a Notre Dame family. And this young boy, he had a dream to one day play for Notre Dame. Now, it's actually based on a true story. And the amazing thing is that this five foot six, 165-pound young man was determined to one day play football for his favorite team, Notre Dame. Now, this wasn't the high school in Peoria. Apparently, there's a college called Notre Dame, okay? And that's where he had his sights set on, okay? So he decided, he had this dream that one day he would play for this college in Indiana, Notre Dame. But it seemed like an impossible dream. His, his family, they kind of laughed when he, when he shared that. And maybe there are some dreams that God's put in your heart. Maybe there are some dreams you're working on right now that you're determined to see come to pass, but you're almost afraid to share with people because you're afraid that you'll have the same response because it'll just seem like such an impossible dream. Maybe when you look at it in the mirror, when you think about it and look at it, you think, wow, I, I'm not sure if this could really happen. One of my favorite psalms in the Bible is a wonderful psalm. It's Psalm 139. I wish uh, we had time to read it all this morning, and maybe you could read it this afternoon if you've not read it before. But I'm going to read just a few verses from the middle. And it talks about the destiny and the purpose that's on every one of your lives this morning. In Psalm 139, verse 13, it says, You created, this is the psalm writer talking to God. It says, You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. 
I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed body and all the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. I love this psalm. I love that it speaks to all of us this morning. Whether you're a follower of Jesus or not, the words of this psalm are true for every one of you, that God has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for your life, that the days ordained for you were written in a book before one of them came to be. But I want to challenge you this morning that that sense of destiny can kind of make us think, well, I'm going to lean back then. I'm going to, I'm, I've got this. This is, this is okay. But there's still something required on our part. There's still some determination. There's still some work required on our part. And if we've got some goals, if we want our marriage to be the strongest it can be, if we want to follow Jesus and live our lives following him, then, then there'll be some determination on our part. There's a great scene in the movie later on where Rudy, uh, who's now on the practice team, he's made it to Notre Dame. He's finally been accepted at the college and he tries out for the football team as a walk-on player and uh, he gets recruited to play on the practice team. Because don't forget, this kid is 165 pounds, five foot, six inches, so they, but he's got the heart of a lion. He's just so determined, so they put him on this practice team. And in one of the last practices of the season, they're running a play with the real team and the, um, <laughs> I should have written this down, it's one of the backs. Maybe the quarterback, the running back, the wide back. I, one of those backs, <laughs> way at the back. Um, whichever one it was, he gets the ball and Rudy comes running around and tackles him. And he gets mad. He jumps up. He goes, what are you doing? And the coach comes over and goes, what's going on? He goes, this kid, it's the last practice of the season. He's running like it's the Super Bowl. And the coach says, that's your problem. If you had a tenth of the spirit that this kid's got, You'd be an all-American player, but you're not because you don't have his determination. And it's a challenging scene. I was going to show that clip, but he gets kind of animated and says some stuff that was hard to edit out. So I want you just to picture, <laughs> picture the clean version in your mind right now, okay? But what I loved about that portion of the movie was that determination, it played out in a way where Rudy even though he doesn't get to play on the team initially, his fire and his determination, it rubs off on the other players. It inspires the other players. I want to challenge you, if you're struggling in an area of your life right now, if there's something that you wish you were more determined in and you're, you're struggling in that area, get alongside someone. Get alongside someone who can challenge you in that area. Maybe you're training for a race. Find someone who can run with you, who loves to run. Their determination could be, could be contagious. Maybe you're studying for a, a chemistry test or something. Find someone who can help you in your studies. Maybe it's, maybe it's your marriage. Maybe you want your marriage to grow and become stronger. Find a couple who, who have been married longer, who have, who have set the pace in their marriage and learn from their determination. Find others around you who will inspire you to be determined. Because whatever it is in your life, whether you're training for something, whether it's a job you want to try and learn some skills to be able to perform, whether it's following Jesus and what it takes to live the kind of life that you know he's called you to live. It's not going to happen naturally. There's got to be some determination. 
So I want to encourage you to be determined this morning. But just, just a little side note here this morning. Sometimes determination, like many things, it can be a great thing, but it can also be a harmful thing. Determination itself, if not used correctly, can actually do harm. And I'll give you an example. I'm going to show you another clip now from one of the, um, another one of the greatest football movies ever made. So check out this clip. So, Paul, what's on your mind? Uh, actually, it's Phil. You mean it's not Paul? No, it's Phil. What's the difference? Come on, spit it out. Uh, I'm, I'm coaching my son's soccer team, and, and I, I didn't know if you might be willing to help. Soccer? Actually, uh, I, I want you to assistant coach. <laughs> Your assistant coach? You really don't know who I am, do you? No. Oh. Okay, uh, Tigers. Look who's here. I'll give you a hint. Hall of Fame, Chicago Bears. Sammy Sosa? No, no, no. Come on. No, football. Coached the 1986 85. 85 Bears to a Super Bowl victory. It's Mike Ditka. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know Sammy Sosa? Hey, zip it, kid. I'm a coach that knows about winning. I'm going to push you guys like you've never been pushed before. Something going to wish I was dead. It's true. I know it's a weird thought, but it's true. I eat quitters for breakfast and I spit out their bones. Delicious. Now, this is going to be the hardest, most difficult thing you ever attempted in your entire life. But you know what? When it's, it's over. Gonna get emotional. When it's over. When it's over. You guys are going to be champions. Champion. All right, everybody up. Come, Come on. on. Hands in. Yeah. Come on, everybody. Let's go out and kick somebody. Here we go. On three. Let's have fun. One, two, two three. three. Let's, Let's have, have fun. fun. Let's have fun. What's that? <laughs> Great football movie there, kicking and screaming. I realize it's my football, but Mike Ditka was in it. Come on, that kind of makes it almost football for all you Bears fans out there. So, But here's the thing. The premise of this movie is Will Ferrell. He's a coach. He's a dad. He wants his son's soccer team to win. They're not really very good. He's determined to see them win. Now, determination in this movie actually takes a, a, a poor turn, okay? It, it, it works out badly because he's determined at all costs, in fact, he actually develops a rather unhealthy addiction to coffee throughout the movie, something he'd never tried before. And what started out as just a you know, desire to see his son's team play well, well, it, it doesn't end so well. Check out this clip. I, I don't think that's a very good attitude. You can't talk about hurting other players. You don't think? You don't, you don't think? I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. You're like your old man. I'm not like my old man. If I were for these kids, I would whip your butt. I can take a punch. I'm out of here. Bye-bye. I'll see you. Mr. Big Time Coach. Bye-bye. I'm not like my old man. I'm a kind and gentle, compassionate human being with a heart as big as a lion. We'll see you later, Juice Box. Everyone wave goodbye to Juice Box. Literally wave. Do it. Parents, too. Everyone wave. Okay. Guys. I don't want winners out on the field. Who's a winner? I said, who's a winner? Everyone's hand should be up. I am. Okay, everyone bring it in. 
Who are we? Tigers. What? Tigers. All right, let's break someone's clavicle on three. One, two, three, break someone's clavicle. Hit the field. Let's go. So now, obviously, there can be a dark side to determination. Um, he went from let's have fun to let's break a clavicle, all right? So you can see how the, um, and we're chuckling away, but you know, some of us, I think, we've been coaches, we've, we've coached our kids, we're parents, and uh, you know, maybe a lawn chair has found its way onto the field. You know, we, we probably need to guard the way in which we're determined, because I believe the determination actually can, can take a turn. It can, it can do us harm if we're not careful. So... What I want to challenge all of us here with this morning is what does it look like in your life to be determined, to be determined, to to not be determined to the point of, you know, harm or um, doing other people wrong, cutting corners, doing um, things that you shouldn't do, but be determined to do what you know God's put in your heart that you need to do, to find that balance, to say, "I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm still going to represent Jesus in it, but I'm going to do whatever it takes to be determined to reach that goal that he's given me. And just as we close out this morning, let me just talk specifically to those of you this morning that are followers of Jesus. Maybe you're here this morning and you've not yet made that decision to to follow Jesus wholeheartedly, to, to give your life to following him. And maybe the determination I could challenge you with this morning is what's it going to take to get you there? Is there, is there some, some answers you're still looking for? Are there some questions you still need answering? Is there some, um, maybe it's coming on a regular basis to connect, to experience what God's doing in the lives of others, to help you in that, uh, to be determined, to find out for sure what is this that these people have, have given their lives to? But those of you this morning who are following Jesus, sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes living the life that you know you're meant to live can be hard because some, we live in a world, don't we, where it's not really modeled around us. Sometimes we can be tempted to do things that we know don't line up with what Jesus would teach. And being a follower of Jesus this morning, I want to learn what, what does it look like to be determined in your relationship with Jesus. The writer of Hebrews talks about determination in this way. He says, therefore... Since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. Run with endurance the race that God has set before us. He's talking here about determination. He's saying that, that following Jesus, striving to live right, is a marathon, not a sprint. We want to live. Those of us who are followers of Jesus, we want to live according to the teachings of Jesus. We want to do what's right. We want to avoid doing what's wrong. But sometimes it's hard. Sometimes we can grow tired. 
And maybe you're here this morning and you're struggling in your faith. Jesus wants to help you in your life. And sometimes we just need to know that, that there, is, there are people walking alongside us. There are those who want to encourage us, those who want to challenge us to hang in there, to press on through, to stay determined. Because you're not alone this morning. Sometimes it can feel like that in the midst of those difficult times. It can feel like you're alone, but there is a crowd cheering your name, wanting to see your marriage succeed, wanting to see your spiritual life grow, wanting to see you overcome that temptation that's in your life, wanting to see you beat that habit, turn your life around. Can you imagine what it would be like to have a crowd cheering you on? I think it'll be something like this. Let's go back to the last scene here from Rudy. seconds remaining and it'll be all over here at Notre Dame Stadium. Off to our left, I'm starting to pick up the chain from the Notre Dame student body. Can't quite make out just what it is at the moment. I've got to tell you, it's just occurred to me what the student body has been chanting for the last two or three minutes. It's the name Rudy. Dan Rudy, a walk-on senior, subject of a future article in yesterday's student newspaper, The Observer. After toiling for two years and partying the right. field and go get it, kid! I apologize if you haven't seen the movie. That was the last scene from the movie. <laughs> but you've seen it now in seven minutes. He, uh, true story, the last game of his senior year at Notre Dame with seconds left on the clock, the coach brings him on and lets him not only dress for the game, which was a dream come true, but actually play on the field. And he actually took down another one of the players, this little five foot six, 165 pounds Rudy. His determination shone through. But what I love about the, the message of that movie, that last scene with the crowd cheering his name, Rudy, Rudy. That verse in Hebrews says, since we are surrounded by such a great crowd of witnesses. What's that mean? Well, it's actually referring to the chapter before, Hebrews chapter 11. 
That's some more homework you got. Go home this afternoon and read Hebrews chapter 11. It's fantastic. It's like a history lesson of all the great men and women of God who lived through the Old Testament. Moses and Abraham and Samson and David. And, and it goes through and it lists them all and the, the great accomplishments they made as being um, fathers and mothers of the faith. And the writer of Hebrews is, is challenging not just the people he's writing to there, but I believe us today as well. Saying, hey, sometimes it can be hard. Sometimes it can be a struggle. You, you need to have endurance. You need to be determined to keep pushing on. But don't ever forget, you're surrounded by a great crowd of witnesses who are rooting for you this morning, who are calling your name, who are saying, you can do this. Don't give up. Don't give up in that area of your life. If you failed, get back up and try again. Don't give up on that marriage. Don't give up on, on following God because it's just been hard these last few months. Don't give up. Because it's not just that determination that you need. It's knowing that there is a crowd of witnesses. There are people surrounding you, calling your name. Even here this morning, People who love you, people who are part of Connect Church saying, keep going, stay determined. Stay determined this morning in all you do. Let's pray. Father, we're gonna be surrounded this evening with football stuff and I'm sure many here will be going to parties and get-togethers and watching the game or watching the halftime show, watching the commercials, whatever it is they choose to do. But Lord, I think about those football movies, those sports movies that many of us have watched, how at the end of that movie we feel inspired. And sometimes it's great just to kind of detach from life and get lost in a movie. But then when that movie ends, we're, we're back in the midst of our circumstances, in the midst of our struggles. It can be easy to want to just throw in the towel at times. Lord Jesus, thank you that you are accessible to all of us, that we we can never do all of this in our own strength. Jesus, we need you, and you are there for us. But we also need that determination, that determination to say, I'm not gonna give up. I'm gonna press on through. I'm gonna, make, I'm gonna do whatever it takes. And help us to be encouraged this morning to know that there are others who have gone before us, who are cheering us on, wanting to see us succeed. Help us always to be determined to do what is right, and to achieve those goals for you. In Jesus' name we pray.